welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are Booksmen. Except for this week, when we're cinemasmens. We're putting on our movie-watching glasses. Uh, my dog's crying because I yelled that. It's all right. I'm just talking to Tim. You remember Tim from earlier. Hi, Ginger. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just walk <laughs> right over all the wires? She's got an itch she needs to scratch. Um, Tim... Let me Sorry, tell you. I'm watching your dog scratch herself. <laughs> uh, well, my dog. Oh, now she's uh, doing that. Why do dogs shake so much like that? Um, I think yeah, it's just shaking the sillies out. I think it's yeah. It's probably just like uh the same way you know somebody like me or you would maybe. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I shake was gonna, the silly time. I sh- sometimes I was shake, gonna say shake, like, shake the silly time. Sometimes, you know, stretch, but she stretches. And then I was going to say, like, scratch ourselves, but she scratches herself. I scratch myself that often. Bite, Only when I itch. Bite Only our, when I have an itch, Tom. Bite our buttholes when they itch. But, you know, that's really just a dog thing. Yeah. Um, Tim, I... Have you noticed that I'm tan now? You've got a nice, a summery uh, glow, mocha hue to your arms. <laughs> uh, well, not only the, the, should I whip my shirt off so you can see? Actually, my my chest right now is mostly sand burns. Sand burns. Yeah, uh, I I went away for a lovely weekend, a long weekend, the Labor Day Labor Day weekend. Yeah, uh, to the Jersey Shore. From MTV, New Jersey? from from yeah, in New Snooki's Jersey, Snooky's house, Snooky Shore, Snooky and the Boss and uh, the Big Cheese, the Who? situation. Oh. <laughs> I said the Boss, and I was like, oh, the Boss is from New Jersey. Yeah, Chris Christie. Chris Christie's not the Boss, Tim. Uh, Chris Christie uh, likes the boss. And, and the boss doesn't like him, which is amazing. You know what? Bruce Springsteen was like... Still too, a little too yeah. nice. They should have been like, no, fuck this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I think people need to be a little meaner to people. Yeah. That I don't like. <laughs> but and nicer. if people are mean to people that I do like, they need to cool it. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know what, though? I kind of like the boss's, uh, Bruce Springsteen's attitude towards Chris Christie, which was basically like, every time I'm asked about this in an interview, I'm going to pretend like I don't really know what they're talking about. You, He should pretend that he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't, I don't follow who the governor is. They're, they're nobodies. <laughs> but I kind of get that if he was like, oh, that guy, fuck that guy. Like, let me tell you about that guy. That somebody like Chris Christie would thrive on that. That he would be like, oh, he talked about me. I don't care that he said yeah. bad things. I just like that he's thinking about me. Yeah, and now, and now like- we've opened up a dialogue. Now I can be mad about him in an interview. And then the next time he's in We're an riffing. interview, they're going to yeah. ask about it. And then eventually I'll get an Instagram of me shaking hands with him and I'll be like, all's forgiven. We got a uh, a message, Tom. From Bruce Springsteen? From Aaron uh, in Cheshire, England, like okay. the Cheshire cat. Okay. Is and it he, Cheshire? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you know? I think it is Cheshire. 
Okay. Um, he said, love the pod over here in Cheshire, England. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Only one small request. Some of the references would be better if you just gave a 15-second description of what they are, if they're a U.S. brand, product, or thing. Thanks, Aaron. Chris Christie. Former governor of the state of New Jersey. He ran a state here. Um, yes. He was a governor. He was in charge. He was an elected official. Um, we don't uh, care for him, or yeah. I don't care for I don't want to speak for you. No, I uh, can't stand the guy. He's a weaselly little shit. Yeah, he tried to get, after his uh, governorship was over, he tried to get a job as a sports radio host (laughs) um, on a local sports radio station, and they tried him out, and they were like, nah, we don't want him. Yeah, which, like, as a former governor, that's, like, a huge step down. Yeah. Uh, But he was a bad governor. Nobody liked him. Yeah. Um, so there and, is your and, Cheshire report, Aaron. And Tim, explain who Bruce Springsteen is. He's, uh, he's a working class Joe. Yeah. He's a blue collar Larry. He's a blue collar Larry whose daughter competed in, uh, the equestrian events in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, famously cheap way to do sports we uh we all made fun of mitt rom i don't want to explain who mitt romney is to to aaron uh jesus the former governor of massachusetts the current senator junior senator of utah wow wild stuff (laughs) yep we talk a lot about governors on this show maybe maybe the show should be called governors (laughs) <laughs> we we all clowned on him when his wife was uh, doing horse stuff at the Olympics. Yeah. And now the boss's daughter's doing horse stuff at the Olympics. Oh, and we're we like, all love it. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, They're it, great. I think it was a little bit because, well, look, I'm going to go on record as clowning both of them. Yeah. But at least uh, Bruce. Clown all the horse folk. But at least Bruce Springsteen's daughter was sitting on the horse. And uh, uh, Mitt Romney's wife, uh, what's her name? Marie? Uh, Something like that. Anne. Anne Romney. Uh, She was not sitting on the horse. She just took care of the horse. Right. And by took care of the horse, I mean paid for other people to take care of the horse. Yeah. Well, she hung out in her car elevator. Yeah, going up and down, up and down. Uh, Tom, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Have you ever ridden a horse? Yes. Really? I rode a horse. I mean, I've ridden like, you know, a horse like, you know, dicking around like, you know, in like a... Not like a petting zoo, like a, well, like a I'm, birthday I'm party. saying I've done that, but I rode... Uh, Bucking Bronco? <laughs> I rode a horse once... In Have you a- ever ridden a bucking bronco? No, but I rode a horse once in Arizona, I remember, um, on like a tour, like a canyon tour, and uh, the saddle was slipping sideways, and me along with it. Side saddle, Tom. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, help, help. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. No, As, sure, were you asking the horse for help? You no, know I knew the do. horse was, wasn't going to do anything other than maybe kick me in the head once I fell off. Um, no, the horse just kept walking. I was like, hey, stop for a minute. Yeah. I got to adjust myself. I'm falling off the saddle. I wasn't falling off the saddle. The saddle wasn't tight enough, so the yeah. whole saddle was sliding do you think the horse would be upset if you fell off 
Um, like, would be like, ah, let me try to get this guy back on. I think it would be upset only because it would be like, oh, this is going to be like trouble for me. Right. <laughs> so your son kissed and sand burned. Yes. I went to the Jersey Shore uh, and it was a lot of fun. Great weather. I bought a boogie board. Mm. Um, what what brand? Maury boogie? No, here's the problem. I bought a boogie board and because it's like the end of the summer, you go to the like beach shop. First off, let I me see. I could have lent you a boogie board, Tom. I have a couple. Oh, really? Yeah, they're in my garage. Wow. On I Long mean, Island? they're in my parents' garage. Yeah, but I was I was on Long Island dropping off the dog, so I could have picked that up. Mm. Um, One of them had a slick bottom and a Stussy uh, sticker on it. Okay, yeah, I would have rocked that. Sure, oh. why not? Um, no, but instead, first off, let me say, love a beach shop. Love a, a beach town, like, Did dollar store. Sex wax? Oh, you can't ask me that. You're not allowed to. <laughs> um no no i'm not saying like a uh like a surf a, shop i'm not saying a surf a surf shop uh i'm saying like a beach shop like a like hey come here flip and flops and flip flops uh, and like towels. cheap t-shirts yeah. and towels that kind of stuff sunglasses like cheap sunglasses bags that like it's kind of like half bag half basket yeah yeah um i bought a boogie board there this boogie board was originally ten dollars, but because it was in the, the summer, it was seven fifty. Wow! But now I'm very conflicted. Twenty five percent off. Yeah, I'm very conflicted about this boogie board because I've technically only used this boogie board once, which was my intention. To be honest with you, I I didn't mean you know. I, Tom, your goddamn dog. <laughs> Turn the volume down. Turn your volume down. All right. Well, I'm gonna yeah. boost you back up, but God damn it, Ginger! No. <laughs> now she's licking me. <laughs> Ginger's been <laughs> dragging her bed right over the the one piece of equipment. You said her name, and when you said her name, she went back to the knob to move it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been monitoring the levels here it's like tom looks low and then i zoomed out it's like yeah you definitely went low god damn it ginger always trying to sabotage the podcast i think she just doesn't want to be coming over anymore i mean that's fine yeah it's understandable get rid of her oh tim i get rid of you 10 times before i got rid of uh old stinky true? here you're winking at me no i'm not winking at you how dare you um Oh, but I was going to say, I'm stuck. Now I don't know what to do because I bought this boogie board with the idea of like, hey, seven bucks. If I use the boogie board once, I got my use out of it. I'm happy. Yeah. But now I feel bad just throwing this thing out. But what am I going to do? Keep this in my small New York City apartment? Right now it's in my car. Um, um, I got a storage space. You want to put it in my storage space? I would love that, Tim. You can't. I'm sorry. Oh, it's very thin. You can put it in there. Nobody will even know it's in there. Um, You can't use it. Why do you want to hold on to it? Do you not think just you got $7.50 worth No, of... I do, but I feel bad just like throwing something what, perfectly Tom? good out. Guess what? There's There are these buy nothing groups. Oh, I could just give it away there. Tom... My wife and I went through 
all of our like we're getting rid of so uh-huh. much stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, so much I'm stuff. I'm in one that, of those like, buy nothing groups that I I like ne- like um like old wires for like <laughs> routers and stuff and like stuff. Oh, that I thought I, you meant like piano wire or something. <laughs> no, just like a bunch of like crap. You post it. Uh, it's it's a Facebook group. Uh huh. Post it within ten seconds. Everybody's like, "I'll come over and pick that up." Yeah. And they come and get it. I'll, and I'll, like, I'll even kiss you if I have to. Exactly. But we don't make anybody kiss us. But <laughs> sometimes they insist. As a tip, yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, you don't have to feel bad. You don't don't throw that away. Okay. Put it up there. Some That's creep a good will idea. do it. Yeah. Because I was gonna leave it downstairs. Because there's like a area in my building's lobby where people leave stuff. Um, and maybe people, some people might remember I posted a picture of, uh, somebody was throwing out like a giant plyboard, uh, hamburger recently and that disappeared. And this happens a lot. Three months later, it reappeared downstairs. Somebody Uh. took it. And probably their wife came out with, you know, uh, the rolling pin and, and curlers the, the curlers. Yeah. You can't put a hamburger yeah. in here. <laughs> Same old story. Um, is Ginger farting in here now? <laughs> she might be, Tim. She's mad at you now. Oh. Uh, so I, I want to get rid of this thing. Ginger? No, the boogie board. I was going to leave it in that same place, but I was like, somebody's going to take this and then they're just going to throw it out. Ginger looks so upset at you. Like, I didn't mean to fuck up the recording, Tim. You didn't have to yell at me. I didn't yell at her. I said her name and she thought I wanted her to lick me. (laughs) She thought you wanted her to turn the volume down. Ginger, you're a good dog. Good girl. Good girl. Um, Good but yeah, girl, Ginger. I had a lot of fun at the beach, Sam. And Ginger had a lot of fun uh, hanging out with my mom and her dog, Ollie. And they, uh, they, Ollie, short for Oliver? Short for Oliver. They become better friends than ever, which is, uh, it's been a long journey to, towards that. But uh, now that's where they are. Ginger. She's looking at you. Tim's taking a picture of Ginger. Her eyes weren't looking at me. I wanted her looking into the camera lens. So that was my uh, my fun weekend trip, Tim. And uh, thank you for helping me solve my boogie board problem. Yeah. Um, and that goes for everybody. There are buy nothing groups in every community. Yeah. Don't throw shit out that uh, still has uh, use in it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, and there's like somebody that might be able to. I use mean, it's it. not a buy nothing group, but like I said, people leave shit in the yeah. uh, downstairs. That that lamp that's illuminating you right now, Tim. Uh huh. That came from the lobby of my building. It somebody didn't like want it shit. anymore. Yeah, somebody shit on it. It's, that, co- that's it's why smeared they were, in human shit. That's why Tim. they were getting rid of it. But uh, I don't know. Still works. Um. And I will say, mm-hmm. some of the people that come and pick stuff up, you're like, oh, this person's a hoarder. This isn't going oh, to good yeah. use, but it's also not going to a landfill, <laughs> at least until they die and their family <laughs> or their landlord is right. just like, eh. at, at some point, somebody's going to have to, yeah. you know, uh, shovel this thing I'm giving yeah. them uh, to, to get them out. Not my problem, though. Um, but I did, I mean, I guess ultimately all the shit's going in a landfill. So, but I guess if you give it to somebody, then maybe they're not going to buy something else (laughs) until they, until they figure out how to get stuff in space cheaper. (laughs) Um, but boogie boarding, Tim, I had a fucking blast boogie boarding 
And then later on that day, my back hurt so bad. And uh, I realized it's just like. You're over the hill, Tom. Yeah, I'm just old. I'm old and uh, just not not as, uh, you know, mobile as I should be. Tom. And for a while, I couldn't figure out. I was like, did I pull my back or something? And then finally, I realized like, oh, no, that's just like sore muscles. <laughs> like, I just use a bunch of back muscles that boogie boarding and stuff that I never use otherwise, which makes sense. Yeah. Now, shouldn't that be not inspiring, but like a wake up call? Yes. Not, not, yeah. Not even a wake up <laughs> no, call. No, it is like it, it is like a for for me at least a bit of like oh wow like my back's so sore i have to do like general maintenance yeah, yeah. i need i need to start start doing some more stuff so that uh i can do you know basic shit like go in the ocean for uh an hour or two and not 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 be unable to move later. I don't think it's that daunting. No. I mean and i was glad at least that it's like well i'm not like injured like i didn't pull anything i'm not hurt right uh but it, but it's a real engaged yeah parts of your body it's the realization though of like oh if i don't do this then like i the next time i do this i am gonna pull shit yeah and or that's gonna like, be like my back's never the same these muscles are the ones i'm not engaging month much in 10 years it might be the muscles that like just normal everyday muscles that will <laughs> yeah. hurt from just existing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, getting out of bed makes my well, but I mean, makes my it, legs. It was tired. also a nice reminder of like why swimming is such a great uh, way to exercise because you like work all these muscles that like are are hard to you know I think isolate otherwise hard to hard to give a workout to. Um. Do you have a pool nearby that you could uh, swim in? No, regularly? that I could swim to. No, I mean you can. Eh, I guess you're pretty far from the river. Yeah, I am pretty far from the river. Otherwise, that would be a good. I would solution. throw you in the fucking river if you were any closer. I'd lure you there and just throw you in. Well, that seems like a good place to say. And your little <laughs> dog too. A good place she to. She did it. Again. Yeah, <laughs> she turned me down again. <laughs> I know you say she's mad at you, at me. Yeah, but she's, but she's turning I you like, down. Well, I mean, like I said, I did, you know, put her in, uh, yeah, yeah, not put her somewhere. <laughs> I gave her to my mom for uh, yeah. for a few days, and and she was very mad. She's always very mad when I come back. Um, I, I don't know how I'm going to post this, but, but I'm going to post a picture of how close Ginger <laughs> has moved herself to our Zoom recorder. Yeah, she's right on top of it. Yeah. And and there's a whole room. She could be yeah. anywhere. And she was nowhere near it when we began. <laughs> um, she's smarter than she lets on, Tim. She's or dumber. <laughs> Tim, this, or uh... as dumb as she looks. <laughs> Hey, she's a smart-looking dog. She's smart. Oh, just because she's short, Tim? We got a thing about heights? Yeah, I got a Randy Newman thing. <laughs> Tim, uh, this week I watched the movieization of the novel that you just read, The uh, Junior. They made it into a movie. 
They After made After all these years. Into a movie. Is it a recent movie? Did it come out like what, this summer? <sighs> it last came out summer? in 1994. <laughs> the year Kurt Cobain passed away. Well, he killed himself, Tim. He didn't pass. It's better to burn out than fade away. Yeah, he burned himself away would yeah. be a way to put it. What do you think about this uh, 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 Nevermind guy, uh, former Nevermind baby, current Nevermind guy, suing Nirvana and anyone uh, associated with them for child pornography? Here's the thing. Uh huh. I always thought there's no reason for that baby's wiener to be on that uh, th- that album cover. Yeah. Even even at the time, the technology existed to just remove that wiener. Also, in a way that was where you would be like, you wouldn't be like, oh, they removed the wiener. It's just like, oh no, the belly's covering the wiener. Exactly. All right, that because like if that picture was taken like another degree or two higher, no yeah. wiener. And okay, and they put the the dollar bill on the thing like that yeah. was in post. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that wasn't. They didn't actually have that in there. Mm-hmm. The dollar Maybe. bill on the fish hook. Yeah, that the baby was after until that grown man mm-hmm. started recreating it for yeah. attention, mm-hmm. like a decade ago. I always assumed that was just like. That wasn't a photograph. That it was just a like a, oh, a just painting. like all yeah. Oh, a painting. Yeah, or like uh somebody like a, a photorealistic artwork painting. Yeah, really. I yeah, was, uh, you know people can paint things that look. Yeah, but I mean, it always looked like a photograph. Yeah. I didn't I, mean, think I so. always thought. I mean, uh, well, you just found out. I was, I was like, why? Like, it seemed like too much trouble to like. Get underwater photography well, and put a baby underwater, and like they they had to have someone holding the baby, and, and then, then they airbrush go, yeah. them. No, like oh, airbrush they airbrush them out. And oh, then yeah. airbrush in the the, the, the dollar, dollar bill, bill on okay. the fishing line. It's like why not just, just airbrush the whole thing? Yeah, why not just make a make a painting of it? Yeah, a photorealistic uh, painting. Um, they had the technology for that. But I will say in that, I mean, I guess it's in the lawsuit, but I was reading, uh, you know, about it and they pointed out like a, a few other album covers with uh, that Blind Faith album yeah, cover has that's, always. That's like, what I was going to bring up. You, you know, know what? Let's it's, hey, it's, let's put Eric Clapton in jail. <laughs> let's do it. Let's finally fucking do it. But it's what? Like a 12 year old girl topless I, on it? I, but I remember as a. Even as a kid, seeing that in the uh, in like the the music store and being like, uh, I, "There's yeah, no, what are we doing, I don't like guys? this. Yeah. This is not all right. This is why is this a uh, why are you able to show that that you shouldn't be yeah. able to show that? How uh, come I have to turn my big Johnson T-shirt <laughs> inside out? But meanwhile, this child pornography can be featured on uh, on a cover. Yeah, no, I'm I'm. Hundred percent in favor of fucking throwing Eric Clapton in jail. <laughs> uh, there that. was another one too. It, it was like Virgin something, but it, again, it was like an eleven-year-old, uh, you know, girl naked, and it was like, yeah, the, the, I don't know if this Nirvana baby guy's got 
anything going for his case, but these other things, it's like, yeah, these yeah. everybody involved should be thrown no, in I jail. Mean, the Nirvana baby, like, again, I never thought, uh, I don't think there was a good reason to have a wiener, <laughs> but um, to me, that's like the, uh, what's the sunscreen? Uh, oh, yeah, Where yeah. The, the dog is pulling down the baby, which that I never liked either. That always skeeved me <laughs> right, out. Right, yeah. You see a baby's little tush on the... Yeah, I always felt like, look, everybody understands. Let's not, let's just You're, not show anybody's freaking. Uh, well, don't go that far. Under 18. Yes. I was going to say, like, everybody. Under 35. <laughs> everybody understands that, you know, uh, babies and little kids, you see them naked sometimes. And that's okay. Because, you know, as long as it's not being portrayed sexually. That, that's a normal thing. Like maybe but we don't have to put it on. Our- I was going to say, but in media, it's like, well, we can avoid that. We don't yeah. have to do it. You know what? Yeah, if I see it at the beach. That's yeah. a, if a, if you at know. a beach, a dog pulls down a, 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 a like four-year-old girl's bathing suit. You're not gonna call the police and in you know. I think arrest that dog <laughs> and have that dog arrested. But we don't have to put it on sunscreen. Yeah. Put a full grown woman nude on there. Well, I think that's also the thing. Like America has such a weird uh, thing where it's like, God forbid they did put a uh, like a drawing of a woman's butt on there. Everybody be up in arms. I mean, you're always screaming about why, like, oh, I like these mud flaps on trucks that are a silhouette of a sexy lady. Yeah, it's nice when you're on the road, you got a long drive, and you got a little something to look at. Truck nuts, you like that, too? (laughs) Well, that, uh, I don't like trucks being sexualized, to be honest with you. And look, I'd say the same thing about truck vaginas. I don't like those either. So it's not a... You know, just a man thing. It's a, it's a truck. Thing. I think I it's think, a trunk. It's a truck thing. You wouldn't understand, Sam. I think this. Uh, never mind, baby man. Mm-hmm. The never mind man. Uh huh. He's pretty smart. He's pretty savvy because, like, every time, like, in the same publications. Yeah. That like. Every time there's an anniversary. Are are running the photo shoots where this kid is willingly participating yeah. in recreating and he has the album a never cover. mind tattoo yeah uh, on but his the chest. same publications that like participated in celebrating it with this kid have to be like well we have to respect the fact that he feels like he was a victim of this mm-hmm. um so like he's very smart in like reading the culture right now being yeah. like nobody's going to say fuck this guy because you can't say that to me <laughs> yeah. right now in the in the climate that we're in. So, hey, let's roll the dice. Maybe I'll make $10 million or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if he's right that, like, a photo release doesn't exist uh, for this, like, yeah, then then well, he's, he's got also, a, a nice uh, settlement. I don't know. 30 years later, mm-hmm. um. Maybe there was a photo release. Um, he claimed, like, where his parents in all of this? I don't know. I mean, it was like a family friend that took the photos, yeah. too. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what, you know, if he, I don't think he's like also suing his parents. Can I also say this? Nirvana, not that good. I mean, Nirvana was good. 
But like, Damn, you literally said, can I say this? Nirvana, not that good. I mean, Nirvana was good. They were good, but they were not They were not as good as people are made. Like, no, for no other reason than they weren't around long enough, I think. But like, there are like, how many beloved Nirvana songs are in the zeitgeist? Yeah. Right? Like, like, Teen Spirit, Maybe Come As You Are. Yeah. And maybe heart shaped box. Yeah, but yeah, like, uh, they they have some great. Like, milk it is a great song. That's not in the like American songbook canon, though. Right. Like, well, and you just like milk a lot. I like I like drinking milk. I like the milk. You like milking it. <laughs> um, I think In Utero is a great album, but like it never broke through as a mainstream hit. Yeah, I mean, they were very, very much uh, right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, and and I think they're, you know, they, like a lot of these, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of, like, very influential bands, it's like, you know, what's that thing they say about the Velvet Underground? That it's like, uh, nobody bought their album, but everybody that did start a band. Yeah. I think that, you know, certainly... Nirvana sold yeah. more copies than bands were started, but but I think it's along those lines. They they were seen as ushering in grunge from like the hair metal. Yeah, no, I think what they represented was like outpaced their actual musical output. Their yeah. cultural oh, output, yeah, yeah. like uh, footprint, was bigger than their musical footprint. Yes, um, and it's a good story. It's the same way, like. You know the doors, like yeah, I've heard of the doors. Uh, like that was like maybe a year in change that anybody knew who the doors was before Jim Morrison died. Yeah, like, I think I did know that. Yeah, it's just like I recently learned that. I always assumed that it's like yeah, the doors probably had like a good six year run or whatever, like a normal band. Yeah, nope, it was like flash well, in but, the pan, but, but and that's then a- like. Big but then part of it because then it's like, oh, what could have happened? Is, yeah. Is, yeah. You know, and and people don't want to think like, oh, Kurt Cobain would be, you know, writing music for like a video game or a Marvel movie yeah. right now. They want they want to believe like, oh, no, he was just beginning, despite the fact that, you know, so many geniuses, uh, musical geniuses that we know of where it's like, nope, they had like one or two good albums. Everybody's got a shelf life. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the 1994 film Junior starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito. Well, hey, look, we're talking about babies. Well, I was going to say, Tim, I can't, I don't have a huge amount to talk about because the novelization. You didn't watch the movie? No, I watched. You only pretended to watch the movie? No, let me say this. The movie's on Showtime right now for anybody that wants to Showtime watch it. Showtime anytime? Showtime anytime. Do you want to give them your mom's uh, login? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but uh, I watched the movie. Tim, you know, one of my big working from home rules. WFH. Is uh, don't turn on the television during the day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll turn it on. Actually, even this is exceedingly rare, but sometimes if there's like a really good, like 10 minute long thing on YouTube, I want to watch while I'm eating lunch, I'll put it on. Okay. 
but girls although, on trampolines uh, yeah, compilation something like that. from the man show. <laughs> yeah, if there's a new man show compilation, I'll want to check that out during lunch. But otherwise, I I do not watch stuff during the day just because I feel like it's such a slippery slope. Yeah. Um. So it was weird because to, I put I take my TV off the mount. Oh, and put it in the closet, and I wow. lock the closet with a timed lock. Very very little self control, Tim. You can't, you know, just. Not you know. There's or, too much good TV. I'm always so tempted. Or though. even just hide the remote. Nah, there's would... too much good man show compilations <laughs> <laughs> constantly coming out to YouTube that I want to watch on the big screen. Um, so I I think it was the combination of like like I said, being I wasn't talking about my vacation just to brag, Tim. That I went on, you know, a a nice little trip. (laughs) Nobody thinks you're bragging about going to New Jersey for three days. Well, it was a lot nicer than you would ever deserve. I went to the airport, Tom. (laughs) I did. I went to a hotel at the airport. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the airport, like the, uh, the old, uh, I went to the TWA hotel. Yeah. That's what that is. Right. Yeah. Did you uh, take advantage of their Instagram-worthy backgrounds? I did. Well, how come I haven't seen them on Instagram? Because I was supposed to be at a wedding that day, and I didn't go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're going to delay those pictures for a week. (laughs) Um, When I was in... So, when I was there... You know, I just had like a very nice time just uh, sitting on the beach like a true... Sitting on the beach. (laughs) Of the bay. (laughs) No, just... uh... Because you know how sometimes you go on vacation and it feels like you need a vacation from your vacation? No, everybody always says that, but that never happened to me. That happens to me all the time. Tom, you don't Uh, have a job. Very active, very active vacation lifestyle. But this was just like a very relaxing vacation. And beautiful weather, perfect weather. And then I come back, and today is my first day back. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to watch Junior. I don't want to be like Tim, who, you know, just blows off uh, watching the movie when he's supposed to. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sorry, I didn't watch Naked Gun 33 and a third. I probably could have just lied and read the the synopsis, and you would have been no wiser. No, I would have quizzed you about certain gags <laughs> you, you don't remember any gags uh, you also said you were gonna watch it and you didn't i watched at least a compilation <laughs> um i told you i'm big on compilations <laughs> nowadays but um uh i don't know watching this movie just i it was like a weird vibe of like i'm back from vacation is the weather's been beautiful for the past few days but then the weather today was like just very rainy and overcast Mm -hmm. and like so it just put me in a weird vibe watching this movie uh which ultimately left me with my ultimate question about this movie is who the hell was this movie made for that's what i don't understand because the thing about the movie was it's ostensibly a comedy but there's not like a lot of jokes and I'm actually surprised, considering it was 1994, the like uh, like sensitivity topics are dealt with. You know, in what way? Like you think they're not 
dealt with in a sensitive way? No, that they are. That like there's not a lot of cheap jokes in the movie. Oh, really? There, there are a lot of cheap jokes in the book. Oh, really? I mean, there are a handful, but there's like there are multiple scenes where I was like, oh, this is the joke they're gonna go for. Like, what did you like? What's an example of that? Uh, oh, here's the joke I would make. <laughs> no, I was surprised that like um uh when when they like find out about uh when Baines has suspicion that like they they were keeping the experiment going mm-hmm. um so oh, that there wasn't a gay panic uh element to it no that there wasn't that like uh you know i i forget exactly how it happened but i think like somebody's explaining it to him and he's like oh well like that's normal and she's like well the amount of uh like uh, uh, estrogen they're using would be more in line with a sex change operation than with like a, a normal, uh, you know, like, a, uh, I guess, I don't know what it'd be called, but like a pregnancy that's like medically assisted because mm-hmm. that's what originally he's like, oh, well, if it's somebody that, you know, has had other problems, then yeah, they would need estrogen. She's like, well, no, it'd be, and that there wasn't a like, who, what? <laughs> sex change, yeah. And yeah, and there's not, there's like one, one scene where somebody, I forget exactly the, the circumstance where they think like, oh, like Danny and Arnold, you guys are together. But even that is played, it's not like very gay panicky that there's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, it's just more of a like, no, 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 you mean, no, like more of a like, no, we, our personalities wouldn't get along right. and like, you misunderstand than the like, oh, we're upset that you think we're gay. Yeah. It's, it's more like, of uh, a like, we're him, upset. You like, think- here's a list of men that I would have a sexual relationship <laughs> right, with. But this guy's at yeah, the very he's end not of it. On it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was kind of surprised about that. I was kind of, uh. Surprised about how like Emma Thompson's character is uh, handled. Was Emma Thompson a weird choice for this? No, I thought she was like very good in this. And one thing that I liked about her character is that um, her character is very like uh, accident prone. In this. Yeah, but like that was in the book. I failed to mention that. Yeah, but like it's played very uh, funny. Uh, like those are like, uh, you know, a few of the like comedic scenes, but they don't go for like, oh, she's ugly because she's a scientist and nobody realizes till she takes off her glasses and lets down her hair that well, she's attractive. That's a thing. That's like a common trope in movies because yeah. all women have to be to be. Like the baseline for a woman in a Hollywood movie is has to be stunningly attractive, right? To so be considered only, ugly. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing that they can do, or the the most cliche thing that they do, to signal that they're not perfect, right, is to make them clumsy. Yeah. And there's like an overabundance of clumsy women in movies because it's just like. Audiences will not stand for an actual real life flaw <laughs> yeah. that actual women have because it's like, no, I come here to fantasize about these fantasy women, yeah. and so cl- like clumsiness is endearing. So yeah. it's it's 
it's a character flaw technically, but um, it's a fun one. Well, it's an acceptable character flaw. A hundred percent. But what I felt like the clumsiness they played in the they never played it as a like, oh, this is why she can't find a man. Right. Because she's clumsy. Like they played it actually <laughs> like we 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 don't know how to give her a personality, so we'll at least give her a bit. <laughs> uh they played it like very naked gunny, actually, I felt like. Nordbergy? Uh no. Are you come saying on. that she was a regular OJ Simpson in this film? <laughs> actually, you know what? A little bit Nordbergy. I mean the way that it was described when her truck pulls up. And oh, that that part is thing, like ridiculous. And she's on top of that. That read as very Nordberg esque. That was ridiculous. And she lands on top of Arnold and kisses him. Yeah, like she twice. says, "I'm going to give you a kiss." Yeah, and that was like when that happened. I was like, "Oh, this is the way they're going with this," because it is. It was like very weird because there's kind of no erotic though. No, not even because it's just like, why would she do this? This isn't, and like, the thankfully, the rest of the movie doesn't really have stuff like that. Um, but they never play it like everyone in the movie knows she's attractive, right? Uh, and nobody is ever like, oh, she's cl-. like, nobody actually, I think this is what it is, nobody ever calls attention to her clumsiness, like, it, it's. It, it plays as like a gag for us, the viewer. Like Mr. Bean. Well, I think like Norbert. Your, your, uh, your face lit up when I said Mr. Well, Bean. Well, of course just, it's going to light up. I you think said that's Mr. Just, Bean. It's a reflex. No, but it, it, that's where I think actually you're not wrong with the Norberg thing because like Norberg, you know, nobody in the Naked Gun universe like fully understands just how ridiculously accident prone he is. Right. Where this like when her and Arnold finally like go out to dinner together, that scene starts with, oh, what's the guy's name? You would know this guy's character actor. He's in Seinfeld, but he plays like a waiter. And like the scene just starts with this waiter. Fred Stoller? Yes. <laughs> uh, just starts with him going over to like a table. Uh, we don't even know what's happening. It's just like uh scene starts on a table and uh, the waiter, Fred Stoller, comes over, grabs a lobster claw, apologizes to the people at the table and then walks like two tables back over to Emma Thompson and Arnold Schwarzenegger and is like, uh, I believe this is yours, ma'am. And, he, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's where it went. So it's like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Good. That's nice. It, it, it I'm was glad nice. Fred Stoller's. Uh, did you ever read his uh, his books? No, no. He he wrote a couple. He, he wrote for Seinfeld for a year. Oh. And he wrote an Amazon single about it called My Seinfeld Year. Oh, I did year. read that. Yeah. And it's just all about like what a horrible person Larry David is to work for. <laughs> um, I thought Emma Thompson was very good in this. Actually, I thought she was great. Uh, but here are some of my notes, starting from the top. Arnold Schwarzenegger looks great in glasses. Yeah, would you say he's handsome? In this, I thought he was like in life. Uh, yes, but in this, I thought he was at his handsomest. What would he look like if he wasn't strong? Well, so in this movie, he was 47, and I feel like he wasn't 
super bulked up. Like he was still strong. No, but what obviously. if he was like you or me? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think the reason why he looks handsome is he just has a super strong jawline. Yeah. What do you look like? One of those. Uh... Who are the guys in uh... another round? Oh, he would look like one of those guys. I feel like. <laughs> so like a random Dutch man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess maybe. Because they're like a, I'm thinking Arnold like thin. Yeah. I don't know, but he's got like these uh, round tortoise shell glasses that look great on yeah. him, I think. And the weird thing about this movie is like, I think this is honestly maybe Arnold's best acting. <laughs> uh, faint praise. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's like, he's playing like an Austrian scientist who like is just not necessarily even dull, just I think kind of quiet and cold. Mm -hmm. And so like nobody likes him, but it's not like anybody hates him. They're just like, I can't make conversation with that guy. Yeah. And Uh he does a very good job. I feel like, like I kept waiting for him to like mug to the camera more. And he's didn't. very good at avoiding that in his in twins kindergarten copy. Yeah, probably this. Um, uh, seen very early on with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, examining a pregnant chimpanzee that melted my heart. I loved it. <laughs> Tom, uh, I I left out all the chimp stuff when I yeah. was explaining. I wanted that to be a surprise to you. <laughs> there are chimps throughout the book. I hope there are chimps throughout the movie. There are chimps throughout the movie, and to have Arnold like feeling a pregnant chimp's belly and saying like. Everything looks very good. You have a very good girl. <laughs> it's like, I love this. I can watch a whole movie of just Arnold telling a pregnant chimp that the pregnancy is going well. <laughs> um, um, oh, when we get to like the fertility lab, I guess, mm-hmm. with uh, with um, uh, our, uh, with uh, Danny DeVito's character. The Masturbatorium. The Masturbatorium. Guess who the first person going into the Masturbatorium is? Fred Stoller. Chris Maloney. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm a little peeved that Chris Maloney's butt is a big star now. Oh, oh because he's got like, a nice butt? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, guys... Where have you been for the last fucking 25 years? Yeah. Chris Maloney's been uh, knocking it out of the park. Well, but, I mean, would would he have been on your list of, you know, best men's butts? You know what? It's the same thing that happened. Also, that picture, it was like a certain angle and a certain pose where, like, his butt looked great. Look, this this might be the hipster douchebag in me, but um, who is uh, what's her face? Why can't I think? Who of her is name? what's her face? No, no, no. Uh, who played freaking Jennifer Agatha Lois in? Uh, oh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, Catherine Hahn and Chris Maloney. I feel like have been like fucking hoofing it out for yeah. like two decades, and nobody's given a shit. And all of a sudden, people are like. This is the well, best but, person on earth. It's like, but yeah, okay, cool. But don't you see that as like they're finally getting their I'm due? happy for yeah. them, but I'm also like, can we recognize these people before they're in their 50s, for Christ's sakes? Yeah. 
Let them enjoy know. it when I mean, they're bold, young, bold. <laughs> when they can go out and celebrate. I think you just think people's lives are over earlier than they actually are. Tom, yes, that's true. <laughs> but I also wanted to bring this up when you're talking about boogie boarding. Uh-huh. <laughs> you act like people, like I remember when we were like in our like mid-20s, uh-huh. we were talking about our friend Nick, uh-huh. who was like... And you were like, Nick was running around like he's 18 years old. He's going to hurt himself. And I was just like, he's 24. He's, he's going to be fine. Yeah, well, Timmy's in a wheelchair today. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, when he when Chris Mullane goes into the jack-off room, there's like so many porno tapes. There's like 200 porno tapes. Yeah, I mean, you got to... Which is kind of funny, yeah. but it, I mean, it's too many. You're You're going to get... You're going to get these people you want jacking off a paradox of choice situation. They're going to spend all their time trying to figure out what to jack off to rather than jacking off, which is ultimately why everybody's here. Um, Oh, I talked about, oh, after Emma Thompson kisses Arnold, she, uh, when she gets up, she like kneels him in the balls. You know, so that's pretty funny. Uh, No one likes Arnold's. Oh, I meant to look this up. I assume this movie's rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. But when they're like, you know, getting ready to do the uh, the the implant, the the embryo in uh, in Arnold, uh-huh. you know, he has to jack off. We don't see that part, but we do get to hear. Did they? Did they? Uh, in the book, they said he comes out like really quickly. Oh no! Nothing uh. like that happens. But we do get to hear uh, as Danny DeVito is looking in a microscope, and I wrote the line down exactly. He says to Arnold, "Strong swimmers, big load, way to go." I <laughs> quoted that to you. Did you? I think so. I wrote it in my. I notes couldn't for believe sure. that that would be in a movie. I mean, what big kind load? of PG thirteen movie can reference a man having a big load? Tom, I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh yeah, and that's PG thirteen. It's PG thirteen. They say like they call each other dicks like a yeah, hundred times. Dick, they say dicks. shit a bunch of times. Oh, well, that's fine, Tim. You're such a no. Prude. But what I'm saying is this shit is on Disney Plus and Disney like. Disney is like famously like up oh, squeaky clean, except for yeah. Marvel, which uh, they have James Gunn come in and be like penis, penis, shit, come. <laughs> um, PG thirteen Junior. Yes. But at the same time, nobody in the Marvel universe has sex. Um, Chris Pratt was talking about having sex with a golden lady. Talking about it, I want to see it. I mean, that would be pornography. <laughs> Yeah, you want I porno- want pornography on Disney Plus. Uh, Disney, uh, Marvel. Put nobody in the under- Marvel universe shows full penetration. Put it under a pin code or something, but give it to us. Um, oh, then there's a weird gag after that, like after they inseminate Arnold to, like, you know. Do you download like <laughs> fake? Marvel porn. <laughs> no, I only download the real stuff, Tim. Right. The parodies. Um, there. So right after, you know, they've got to make sure Arnold's pregnant. So they like, you know, have him do a pregnancy test. This this gag I didn't get. Arnold and and this is probably uh, well maybe this was like conflated. But Arnold comes out. You know, he's like a uh, Danny DeVito's like you got pee in this cup. Arnold comes out with like a 32 ounce cup full of piss 
And he's like, well, that'll do. And it's like, what's the joke here? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm laughing. <laughs> that because Arnold's just like a big buff guy. He pisses like crazy. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a huge beaker filled to the brim of piss. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that's the funniest joke in the whole movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then there's also uh, the, so like I laughed out loud at that. And then the other time I laughed out loud is, um, oh, where are they? I don't know. They're like a benefit or something or a fancy restaurant. And uh, like Dan DeVito's leaving and he has to, you know, give the valet his car keys. And I think like him and Arnold are arguing about something. And uh, finally the valet comes with Dan DeVito's car and he goes, where do you go? France or something to get the car. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it definitely seemed improvised that like Ivan Reitman was like, you know, give him some shit about how long it took because there's such a long pause where he's like, "Where'd you go, France?" He's <laughs> like, "Think of, think of a place far away. Think of a place far away." I love that. Um, I just watched uh, for the first time uh, "Get Shorty." Oh yeah, I've never seen Danny that. DeVito. Great in that. I mean, mate, has he ever been bad in anything? Danny DeVito. Might be my favorite actor. I really wish I didn't beef it that time I met him. <laughs> I was thinking about, too, like, when I was watching this, like, I don't know, so much of my impression of Danny DeVito nowadays uh, from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Which, like, you know, he's acted in that show way more than anything. Probably more than, like, you know, cumulative, cumulative minutes more than Probably the rest of everything he's done. No, not more than Taxi. How many seasons of Taxi were there? Probably like six. But there's like 38 seasons of Always Sunny. But those are all 13 episode seasons. Taxi seasons are like 28 episodes. <sighs> but he's, I feel like he's in more scenes of Sunny than he's he was always taxi. in the background of Taxi in his little cage. Well, maybe we won't. Or speaking, speaking parts. Right, let's we can, we, I mean, we can look into it, but uh, I, I know what you're saying. And it's wild to think that he, like, that's is that all he does now? Yeah, like, he's not he really had a in, thriving uh, directorial. Uh, yeah, career. yeah, he directed uh, what's it called? Uh, Matilda. Matilda. Um, uh, Death to Smoochie, I believe. Yeah, yeah, which is like a really cool movie. He directed a movie that he talked about in interviews. I think he was in that Dumbo movie recently. He was. Though. He was pretty good. So in it. yeah, like he does other stuff, but like he was like a well-respected like movie producer like he produced yeah, yeah. pulp fiction like yeah. uh in in get shorty he yeah. plays a mainstream hollywood star and is believable <laughs> yeah and like for a guy who's like 5 foot 1 and abrasive yeah um like well, he I pulled think, off a goddamn miracle. I think that's the thing. Like, I was more used to him from Sonny recently, where he's just super abrasive. And in this movie, he's like not that abrasive at yeah. all. Like when you described him in the book, it's like ah, he's like kind of scummy. 
And it's like he's a little bit slimy, but honestly, it's like within the like pharmaceutical world, he's probably an angel where it's like really the only thing like scummy he's doing is like desperately wants this drug to get approval. But even that, like his motivations aren't monetary necessarily. Like he talks about how it's like this could bring you know, uh, thousands of women, the, the dream that they want. Yeah. It seemed like a pretty nuanced character. Like he yeah. had scummy tendencies, but like his intentions were yeah, good. Even, and like, he's even compared to his role in twins. It, this character is like a nicer character. He directed throw mama from the train, yeah. the war of the rose. He directed Hoffa. Do you remember Hoffa? Oh, from yeah. 1992? Yeah. Matilda, yeah, Death kind of Duplex. Uh, directing. There was some movie that he talked about, like, I forget what it was. That, but like, turned him come... off from it? No. Like, he said, like, we shot a movie, and, like, he named Big Stars. He's like, we shot it in secret. But it was around, like, 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. and it never came out. Wow. Um. Like he talked about it at the time, like but while doing press for Always Sunny. Yeah. And then like I'm surprised he hasn't directed episodes of Sunny for no yeah. other reason than to like, I don't know, get more money. But I guess maybe he doesn't really care about money. Yeah. I mean, how old is he at this point? His seventies, early seventies, mid seventies, I would guess. Forty four. Seventy seven. Who knows? Um <laughs> seventy six turning seventy seven. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, directing TV is something like uh, directing TV is way easier than directing a movie, especially when the TV show has been on for a while. Yeah. And it seems like something they throw actors in long running series as a way to be like, hey, here's a way to like pick up a, you know, I an mean, extra paycheck. More often they'll just make him a producer. <laughs> yeah. Or that. Is he a producer on Sonny? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure he was a producer from on uh, like from the beginning. From the begin, that's how they got. They'll we'll give you a producer salary also. Um, uh, Alex is Arnold's character. He has a birthday at the office, and everybody they wheel out a uh, cake, and everybody claps, including the monkeys, which I liked. Uh, uh, a fantastic scene between uh, Alex Arnold's character. And Danny DeVito's pregnant ex-wife, a.k.a. the woman from Kindergarten Cop, playing pregnant again. Wow. Because remember, that's why Arnold had to take over the case, because she got pregnant. And just like a really fun scene with the two of them, uh, you know, uh, I think at this point she doesn't know he's pregnant. Yeah, because like at one point she has pain and he has pain. He's like, oh, it's sympathy pain. Um, yeah, but watching I I don't know that actress's name, but watching the two of them, I was like, this, these two have chemistry that's undeniable. I wish they were. I wish they made like a whole movie together where they were both, you know, like uh, she works cops. as 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 flavor though. You don't want to. <sighs> no, it would have been great. Him as like a straight laced. Austrian, like, by the book guy, and her as the, like, cigarette smoking, you know, whatever gets things done, you know, the ends justify the means. <sighs> Pamela Reed. Yeah. 
She's great. I wish she was in more. Yeah, she, she's cool as hell. Her her part in this was really good. I liked her a lot in this. She's always kind of no nonsense. Yeah. And she's not as gruff as she is in Kindergarten Cop in this. Like, no. Yeah, she's not playing like necessarily the same character. But you can tell she she'll tolerate a little nonsense, but not very much. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about this. Played Leslie Nope's mom in oh, Parks did and she? Rec. Yeah. Oh. In the famous could, oh. Galentine's Day episode. I could see that. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, uh, Just call me Mr. IMDb over here. <laughs> Tom, Danny DeVito is the executive producer of Reno 911. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> and the movie How High. <laughs> All right. Um, and Aaron Brockovich. When um, uh, Danny wants to get rid of the baby, Arnold says, mm-hmm. my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, look at that. I Activism. mean, a lot of people use that in bad faith these days. <laughs> um, he brings Arnold to, uh, to you know, the like uh, uh, pregnant woman retreat. Yeah, I remember that in the book. Now, did you say it was for like single mothers? Yeah, in the book they said unwed mothers. Uh, in this, that's not the case because like Danny DeVito drops her off and pretends drops him off, pretending to be her, and uh, says he's her husband. Yeah, and like there's no implication. They explain that they're like, oh, there's like a spa for pregnant women. Uh, like, uh, I mean, it kind of makes a little more sense that. It would be for the thing that unwed- you're describing doesn't exist. The thing that <laughs> I, was, I described in the book, unfortunately, does I was exist. gonna say what you said makes more sense because otherwise, it's like I don't know, just like a bunch of pregnant women living there for months. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like this seems like it would be nice for a long weekend or maybe a week away, but like, why would you stay here for months <laughs> away from <laughs> yeah. your partner? Um, but as a result, it seemed like kind of more upscale, you right. know, like was like a, a resort. Um, just like a montage of Arnold in a wig, uh, you know, pretend to be a woman. That's very funny. Um, but again, that's the thing where it's like they don't play it that much for laughs. Like it's like Arnold and a bunch then of what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's like Arnold and a bunch of women having like heartfelt conversations where it's like, this is kind of funny because it's Arnold in a wig. But like, if you hear what they're actually saying, it's nice. Like it's, well then maybe that's, maybe it's a nice movie. Maybe it's the Ted Lasso of movies. And it's not as funny as you want it to be, but it's, uh, people being nice to each other i mean i kind of felt like if you're if you're a a pregnant woman this would be like just kind of like a nice movie because it it just kind of like i don't know like recontextualizes pregnancy maybe where it's like get pregnant where you're seeing it through the lens of like somebody who never this is what women want they want to see like (laughs) oh here's something i want my experience recontextualized through the male gaze (laughs) yeah why not that's what they want all the time um at one point, when uh, when Danny DeVito's given Arnold an, o- an ultrasound, I feel like they tastefully cover Arnold's nipples. 
And I think it's probably because it's like, well, what do those look like? You know, where, what are we expecting here? Is he also going to lactate? Yeah. You know, uh, he talks about his nipples being sensitive. So yeah, it's like, I feel like they got to just like, I think they were like, look, we're going to, we're going to avoid all that by having Arnold's arm over his belly. So we don't have to explain what's yeah. going on with his nipples. Um, oh, so they show early on, I believe that you said this was in the book. Arnold has like a dream where he has a baby. Yeah. <sighs> this baby. They Somebody show. posted this on, on the discord. Tom. Oh my God. It's terrifying. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And then when the actual baby's born, that baby's a little weird looking. Do they graft Arnold's face? No, on it? it's just like a regular a baby. baby? It's a regular baby, and maybe it's just because I'm ex- expecting it to look weird. Because I think they used the same baby and put Arnold's face on it, so maybe sense. it's yeah. that that I was just like, "They're not going to hire two different babies." There's an uncanny for a movie. valley here where yeah. it's like I'm already associating that head shape with a weird looking baby. The weird thing is, look, we've never seen a real newborn baby on film. Yeah, because like. You're not gonna like yeah, bring in e- a newborn, but you can't. It's either do that. a few week old or they use uh, robots a lot. Yeah. Dummy. Uh, hey, don't call me a dummy. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, in the book, do they flash forward? Yeah, to them at the beach. Oh yeah, that that happens in the in and the. And then she says, "Mommy," and they both go, "Yes." Oh, that doesn't happen in the oh, movie. Really? No. Uh, Emma Watson's pregnant. Okay. Does that happen in the book? Maybe. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I really skimmed it towards the end. <laughs> and then like, uh, so, you know, b- both couples are there now. Uh, 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 yeah. Danny DeVito and his wife have reconciled and, uh, they're like, uh, like you, because Arnold and Emma are about to have another baby. Uh, uh, Dane DeVito's wife's like, we should have another, or they're like, we should have another baby. And she's like, well, I don't want to go through that again. And Arnold's like, well, who says you have to be pregnant? Uh, and then Dane DeVito's like, oh, no. And then, uh, it ends with the credits, uh, rendition of, uh, Under My Skin by Frank Sinatra and Bono. Ooh, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, there was a when I was like, was that w- from the Sinatra duets album? I think so. When I was looking it up, there was like a weird time where like Frank Sinatra and Bono were like palling around because like <sighs> they they met and Frank Sinatra was like, I normally don't hang out with men who wear earrings. That sounds right. Frank yeah. Sinatra sucked. <laughs> he, he sounds like he just really sucked. Uh, oh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. The Aerosmith subplot, is that still in there? That's still in there. Okay. And and Just again- get a grip, era, uh, Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, and we see Danny DeVito throwing darts at the dartboard, mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, pictures of uh, Aerosmith, and then we find out that it was a personal trainer. I kind of wondered about that, too, where I was like, can Aerosmith, can, the, can these five men sue for defamation? I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that they could. No, I'm sure that 
The, oh, they cleared it. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't do something like that without clearing. Well, I guess major. The, yeah, Hollywood I mean, their picture. their poster was in there, yeah. but uh, but I was just like, I felt like, I mean, I guess ultimately the reveal is that it wasn't a member. It is their personal trainer who's on tour with them, which also seemed like, oh, is that supposed to be like a joke? Like, I don't really get what the joke is. He thought it was Aerosmith, but it wasn't. And it's like, all right, well, what's the difference? I think it was probably, like, it would be bad if it was, like, you wouldn't be able to clear it with Aerosmith. Right. If it was like, oh, yeah, they, you know, fucking Steven Tyler or Joey Kramer or whatever uh-huh. abandoned his child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was wondering. Cause I'm like, Oh, are they not mentioning names? Cause it's like, wow, we can't say Joe Perry, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fucked off. No, well, no, it's, 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 they, yeah. Aerosmith was like, yes, use us in your movie. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, we don't yes. want any of us to be implicated in abandoning a, a child yeah. from a groupie on tour. Say it's hey. somebody, say it's a member of our, our crew. And guess what? We're Fuck off drugs. <laughs> we're off drugs. We're all in great shape. Say it's our personal trainer. Yeah. Hey, we're no longer living on the edge. No, they were living. On- oh, no, no, okay. No, no. Humanity oh, but is they wanted the everybody to still believe they were living on the edge. Tom, can I tell you a story about uh, this? It's going to be about Aerosmith's rock and no, roller coaster. Well, maybe. <laughs> no. I wanted to watch this movie. My wife is pregnant, Tom. And First time you've admitted it. Yeah. Uh, she was just like, I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> Turns out... Uh, I have all these books that I'm reading. And now your wife's uh, also pregnant from somebody who's on tour with Aerosmith, right? That's what she tells me. Um, And like, I think she might be, she won't admit it, but I think she's pissed that like, I read the novelization of this book more intently than I did um, like books about like uh, fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you ever see Knocked Up where he has to read all those books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's happening to me right now, and it's a backlog. You know, I'm trying to learn all the things. Well, do you think eventually she's going to be sorry when some knowledge you've learned from uh, the novelization of Junior comes in handy? I think what will happen <laughs> is, like, I won't be able to say it in the moment. <laughs> but later on. Later on, I'll be like, you know where I pay? Oh, she'll be like, ah, I was impressed that you knew this. It's like... Well, you can thank Arnold and Danny DeVito um, and for that. And Emma Thompson. And and uh, Leonor, uh, whatever. Yeah. The, the I'm author. telling you, Emma Thompson, like, Emma Thompson's like the, the comedian of the movie. She's huh. the one who's like playing stuff for laughs the most. Huh. More so than Danny DeVito? Oh, absolutely. Danny De- DeVito. Rip herself out of a couch naked. <laughs> Exactly. Like Dane DeVito plays this very straight. Arnold plays this very straight. Then Emma Thompson comes in just like slapstick catastrophe. Uh, it's a very nice uh, uh, flavor yeah. on the movie. An otherwise not funny at all movie. Maybe I'll watch it when my wife isn't home because she has no interest in watching yeah, wait. a fantasy about, oh, what if men had to suffer through what women suffer through? Yeah, wait until she's in the hospital giving birth and then yeah. you can watch this I movie. Don't, yeah. 
Yeah, hey, you want to do Call me when it's over. That. I'll come pick you up. Yeah, hey, I'll <laughs> I'll be in the waiting room smoking cigars and watching Junior. <laughs> Hold on, honey. I'm loading Junior onto my iPad. Uh, <laughs> Before we leave. <laughs> I, know you, I know you're in labor, but uh, I thought I, I, I had downloaded it. I don't know what the hospital's it. Wi-Fi situation is going to be freaking, like. Yeah, uh, freaking Showtime anytime. I thought I could download it. I had to rip it. Uh, to, uh, it's more, I, com- I, I to it's call more complicated than I thought, and I wish you would just respect yeah. me in this moment. And hey, just relax. Relax. Just chill out. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. They didn't get real into the uh, biology of... Uh... Did they talk about how the baby was likely... Uh... All mixed they up. Did, in the they did mention that, and when they were going to uh, terminate the pregnancy, they mentioned like you know the the embryo will, will just get like reabsorbed, yeah, into into your body. You know, it's like a little teeny thing at this point. I mean, there are multiple flash forwards in the movie, which make a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, we have to skip like 10 weeks where Arnold is becoming more and more pregnant. How does this yeah. guy not know this? Um, seems like uh for the best. I think Tim as an expected father, I think you should watch this movie. They will give you, you know, a lot of times you don't uh you, you've said you don't uh trust what women say about uh, their experiences. When so have maybe, I said that, Tom? <laughs> maybe if you see this through the eyes of uh, you know, a strong man, then you'll be you'll be a little more no, sympathetic. No, this because like, look, I'm gonna be like, why can't you be, be more like Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying that to your wife for years, though. Uh, just in the context of our push-up contests. <laughs> right. You put your wife through the president's physical fitness challenge Once a every year. year. Just, yeah. yeah. Quick V-sit and reach. Quick uh, flexed what? arm hang. Flexed arm hang because she's a woman. She's yeah. allowed to do that instead of the pull-ups. Yeah. You, you kneel on her feet while she's doing the sit-up tests. Now that is, those aren't real sit-ups, right? If you're using the leverage from... Um, They're just easier sit-ups. I don't know. I I think, well... Oh, Aaron, uh, there was a thing called the presidential fitness test <laughs> when we were kids. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's still a thing. It might be problematic nah. at this point. But we have this thing called physical education in, in school <laughs> where we would have to do physical activity a, a few times Every a week. year they would test us all. Yeah, and so we would have to do pull-ups. In, uh, the, the, you might call them like... Right cheerio ups over there, but uh, you know, it's a bar you pull up, sit ups, uh, you have to run a mile, yep, uh, which is like 1.5 kilometers, maybe Something roughly. Like that. Um, what else do we have to the V sit and reach, which, and reach. uh, Sucked. tested flexibility, yeah, it hurt. Um, <laughs> what else was involved in that? I think those are pretty much it, yeah. Um, Every year in school, we had to do it. Yeah, and somehow the inexplicably- The United States president endorsed it? He was in charge, but Arnold was in charge under him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a weird thing where it was like, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's thing, and we never heard about it before him and never heard about it after him. Where it was I like, mean, we were all, that was the sweet spot when he was- 
Yeah, but it's like, did they put somebody else in that position after him? I could see like The Rock being in that position. Yeah, but we would have heard about that. I don't know. No, Arnold was always... Arnold was real big on like kids' fitness and the stuff. The President's Challenge, also called Presidential Champions, was an American program a program promulgated by the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition. The website was hacked. <laughs> no, no. Resulting in the in 2012, resulting in the release of personal information of the participant. I don't know. Oh, it was discontinued. Oh. Guess what administration <laughs> discontinued it? All right. The reason stated was that the private sector created many other tools that have the same purpose, <laughs> so it was discontinued to invest in newer hey, ways to help Americans. Hey, if a- kids want to get fit, buy a Peloton. <laughs> Who's the government to uh, help? I don't want to say his name because he's going to be president again one day. <laughs> um, Tom, I, very quickly. Mm-hmm. We're overtime here. Yeah. Um, I want to buy toys for myself. Okay. Um, there are new Simpsons action figures coming out. <laughs> oh, are there? I didn't know about that. There's one, and they have like, uh, it's, they have five options. Okay. And they all have like, uh, you can uh, take, uh, they have like removable heads. You can like change the heads that they have different expressions on. Okay. And then a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like accessories. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, robot itchy and robot scratchy from the itchy and scratchy yeah. land. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't. I'm not a big itchy and scratchy yeah. guy. They have uh, deep space Homer, like Homer in his space suit. Okay, and it comes with like accessories. They have Mo, just Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so far, that's my vote, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not Mo with uh, an oven and a sign on his back that says no funeral. <laughs> no, that is the best. Mo's my favorite character. Of the yeah, season. I mean, he's the funniest. I bought those uh, Mo's Tavern Vans shoes. Did I yeah. tell you this? <laughs> yeah. I haven't worn them yet. The other thing that might come down, they're all $55. Wow. The other thing is Poochie. Oh, that's pretty good too. It comes with like a surfboard and a guitar and a skateboard. Yeah. So I'm torn between Mo and Poochie. Mm-hmm. Gut check. It is. I would maybe go with Poochie just because that's like a funnier. It's just yeah. like a one-off. Yeah. Feels rarer. All right. Thanks for your input. You're welcome. All right, Tom. We've gone. Tom, this has been yeah. a supersized episode. Jesus. It's like, uh, remember when we were talking about the Nirvana kid an hour ago? <laughs> Barely. So much time has passed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there will be a new poll up. Uh, we're we going we're gonna to do Michael Crichton. Uh, yeah. Are we going to start that next week? Yeah. We'll see. We, Maybe we'll we do might... another palate cleanser. Yeah. Maybe there will be enough Foo Fighters news that we'll have to do a whole episode. Tom, we don't want to lose patrons at this uh, tenuous <laughs> Critical time. J- juncture. Yeah. Um, I would say... You got a new mouth to feed. Look, freaking... Uh, we're going to have to do D- Dave and Buster's at some point. Yeah. The Delta variant really threw a, a wrench in those plans. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we could do it this weekend. Uh, should we put out one of those tweets that says, Our plans? And it would be a picture of the Dave and Busters, and they'll say the Delta variant. And I don't know, it'll just be like a picture of the virus. 
Yeah, like what would we do instead? <laughs> like we, I want the go, enemy of Dave and Buster's. Tom, the clock is ticking because I'm not going to be able to go to Dave and Buster's <laughs> yeah. for a year, uh, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to do that. Um, but also this weekend is September 11th and the weirdest thing to do in New York City on September 11th, the 20th anniversary of September 11th would go to Times would be go to Times Square to Dave and Buster's. But maybe we just but do hey, it. Maybe it's the quietest time. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe that's how we'll remember. Yeah. There's been no video games based on 9-11, huh? No, thankfully not. Yeah, I know, but they take everything else. Yeah, eventually there will be. Like the Call of Duty movies are just... uh, Games, yeah. Games are all just like, hey, here are the current wars we're fighting in, right? Yeah, I mean, there are... There have been... I feel like there's some game coming out that's about like the war in Afghanistan or Iraq that like has been getting shit and it's like they tried to put this game out like five years ago and people were like no fuck this yeah and now they're like trying again but it's still getting some like pushback yeah but yeah there's uh, no mark Wahlberg 9-11 video game where, <laughs> where it's you like, can you, stop it yeah <laughs> you can be mark Wahlberg on a plane no. and fucking all right anyway <laughs> <laughs> but who knows maybe there will be a dave and busters um, look out maybe for a uh, maybe for a poll um, yeah and if not a poll regardless but yeah. we'll see thank you for being a patron we love you very much and we will see you next week <laughs>